Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on Friday. Another work week gone. Our chapter day journey continues in John chapter 10. And it was verses 24 through 26 that I pulled out this morning. It says, the Jews who were gathered around Jesus were saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me. But you don't believe because you are not my sheep. Today's podcast is entitled, Words and Works. Wendy and I are regular readers of the Wall Street Journal. We've been subscribers forever. The New York-based newspaper is one of the few newspapers to have had subscribers across the entire nation, even before the dawn of the digital age. And one of the things that we've noticed across the years is that you can take the Wall Street Journal out of New York, but you can't take New York out of the Wall Street Journal. The content from news to opinion to lifestyle are clearly New York City-centric and cater to the wealthy business professionals in Manhattan who have, I'm assuming, have always been the key constituency in their subscriber base. What this means, however, is that Wendy and I often shake our heads over morning coffee here in small-town Iowa. The Wall Street Journal clearly doesn't get life here in flyover country, even when they visit every four years for the Iowa caucuses, where life and business are still largely centered around agriculture, and people see life differently based on a very different daily life experience. In the same way, it's often challenging for a 21st century reader to understand the context of a first century storyteller. But it's not impossible, and learning the context reveals often profound understanding. Now, as I've always said, God's base language is metaphor. And in today's chapter, Jesus uses one metaphor in two different messages he presents in the temple in Jerusalem. And that's the metaphor, the word picture of the shepherd. Shepherds and sheep were understood by all of Jesus' listeners back in the day. Sheep were a staple in their lives for food, clothing, and the Jewish religious system. In fact, the metaphor of the shepherd was not new to Jesus. It's all over the place in the ancient Psalms and the messages of the prophets in which God revealed himself as the shepherd of Israel. The religious leaders were likewise to shepherd God's people, and the coming Messiah was prophesied to be a true shepherd to care for God's people. Moses was a shepherd. David was a shepherd. Shepherd is an important metaphor in the great story. So in Jesus' word picture, he is both a gate by which sheep go out to pasture and return to the safety of their home, and he is the shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep because they're his sheep. He's not a thief, he's not a robber, he's not a rustler who seeks to steal sheep for their own selfish aims. John then moves the narrative to another time Jesus was teaching in the temple in Jerusalem during another religious festival in which he again uses the metaphor of shepherd and sheep. There is still tremendous debate going on and division among the Jews over Jesus' true identity. He's asked plainly, are you the Messiah 
or not? And he responds with this interesting statement. I already told you, not with my words, but by my actions, my works, my signs, my wonders. You didn't get it because you're not my sheep. Actions reveal identity. Jesus says basically the same thing as he did in the previous chapter, but with a different metaphor. In John chapter 9, he said, I am the light of the world. There are blind who I make see, and there are those who see who I cause to go blind. Today, he says, I am the good shepherd. My sheep know my voice and follow, and those who do not know my voice don't follow, not my sheep. What really struck out to me, however, was that his true identity was revealed not by words or claims, but by works and deeds. It is the same thing Jesus told the 12 later. Hey, guys, they'll know your mind, not by your claims, but by your love for one another. And then Jesus' brother James would pick up on this in his letter to the exiled followers of Jesus that were scattered across the Roman Empire in the first century. He would write, faith by itself, with no action, is dead. Show me your faith without deeds, and I'll show you my faith by my deeds. So in the quiet this morning, I'm reminded that even when Jesus was walking the earth, performing signs and wonders, there were many who remained blind and deaf to his message. And why should I think that it would be any different today? I'm also reminded that my claim to be a follower of the Good Shepherd is basically worthless. Jesus said so himself. It is those acts of love and grace and mercy and kindness and generosity and forgiveness that mark me, my identity as one of his sheep. So it's time for this sheep to do my best to reveal my faith in action and not just these words in this blog post, in this podcast, on this another day of the journey. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you back here on Monday.